It's your favorite partner them podcast, the Get Your Fitty Entertainment Podcast. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. We in here. Y'all know what's going on. Y'all know what's going on. It's your boy Nemo. Yeah, I mean, and my boy over there. Go ahead, tell him what's going on, my man. What's happening? It's the one and only coziest pimp. Yes, sir. Back in this thing with another one. With another banger. Yes, sir. We got some. We got some good things to talk about today. We got a another one of our special guests here in the stool with us. You know what I'm saying? This this my man's pots and pans, hundred grand. You know what I'm saying? Back in the day, met this man ten years ago, and he put me on one of the littest events on the college campus of Benedict College. It was the the Benedict. BET Awards. Mm. I got to be Kevin Hart. You know that's 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 what we're going on. Perfect, perfect, right? Yeah. Perfect. But yeah, it's my man's. It's my boy. You know what I'm saying your favorite alpha and Mr. Walmart. My boy Robert. What's going on with you, my man? How you doing? Not Mr. Walmart. Yeah. Not, not, but I'm doing well. You know, I, it's been a minute since I've been in Atlanta traffic. Um, <laughs> I left at 4:30. I got here an hour later, so I had to get used to that. But everything is good. Hey, you know, we on the north. You feel me? That were going down. <laughs> and you know, I'm from the south side, so I don't come up here that often. Yeah, it's dangerous up here. Dangerous. Not to stay dangerous. And you got to. That's why we end the episode every episode with "Stay Dangerous." Got to. But yeah, uh, so we got some good. Good things to talk about today. We got some interesting stuff to talk about today, and some new stuff that I didn't know my boy was was doing. Like he got some big things coming up. You know what I mean? Hey, KB, we might be outside this summer. You know what I mean? Huh? Yo, yeah, gonna be rocking. You dig what I'm saying? No, I can't go outside till I get my chest tat. <laughs> Not the chest tat. It. Yeah. I need some more. I, I gotta only got finish two. it. It's already started. I gotta finish it. Yeah, I only got two. I don't like that. But you, you only know. got two? Yeah. I, I feel bad now. Arm. How many you got? Nine. I got you beat. Yeah, I only got two in there. I got 15. 15. Yeah, I'm trying to get there. Trying to get there. I got a kid. I got a kid. I can't be. I understand. <laughs> I move around too much. I can never stay. Well, but what she artist. said? What she said on that movie? You got to put yourself first. Get you another tattoo. <laughs> <laughs> I felt that. Uh, I'm here for it. Ooh wee, yeah, that nah. Uh, uh-uh. got to put him first. I'm not even second. <laughs> <laughs> But nah, man. So let the people know. Talk, pop your shit a little bit. Where can they follow you? What you what, what you got going on? What's happening? What's what's up? So they can follow me on Instagram primarily. Damn Robert D A M M N Robert. Like damn Gina. Like you know facts, that's facts. that's kind of where it came from. Um, but like you said, most people know me from working at Walmart. But I'm more than working at Walmart. Um, I am Atlanta bred. Um, I know Omarosa Omaretta, whatever her name is. She came out with a song talking about how people are not from Atlanta. Um, mm-hmm. you can check my birth certificate. I am from Atlanta, <laughs> born at Atlanta Medical Hospital. Um, born and raised College Park, Georgia, Shady Park, Point Ridge, whatever you want to call it. Um. So let them know. Yeah, yeah so that one, so that's about it. And yeah, we did meet ten years ago, and this is my first time seeing you in person in ten years. In ten years, like this is the day. Yes, we, we keep in contact on, on this but day. This, yes, n- not on this day ten uh-huh. years ago, okay, but okay. today is the first time seeing each other in since 10 years. I left Benedict. Like. That'd be crazy how stuff just work out that way, you know what I'm saying? And now he, it, his first time seeing me is on the show. Come on, bro, that's love. That's love, you know what I'm saying? My butt. Indubitably. Facts. So. Gotta hit you with a big word. <laughs> oh, God, Mr. T. Alville. Mm-hmm. He gonna drop one every episode. Didn't you do one last episode? I think I said the same thing. Ah. Uh, never mind. Bring it back. You know? 
<laughs> anyway, so yeah, my boy is Mr. Everything. You know, that that's what he do. So what's some things that you've been working on just in the time that I've missed? Not nothing new yet, but just what you've been doing like in the time that I've missed. I'm just working and trying to find myself and trying to figure out what Robert is and who Robert is and what Robert wants to do. Um, a lot of people didn't know that college was a really rough time for me. And even after college was a rough time and before college was a rough time. So now that I'm almost 30 and I'm trying to figure things out, um, I just kind of been focused on, on Robert. That's good. That's good. Yeah. You know, you got to focus on yourself. That's that's what our last episode was was really about the mental health episode you know when you're doing a whole lot of stuff it can take a a toll on your mind especially like you said if, if it's been rough time after rough time but you're still trying to move forward that could be a rough thing to do how, how you deal with it all um i i grew up having to deal with it all um and this is like an exclusive um a lot of people don't know this and i'm gonna get a little bit personal because i think a lot of people see me working at walmart and they see me on the internet and they see different things and they like he just has his shit all together and that's not always the case so um growing up in atlanta i was blessed at a certain point to have a very privileged privileged lifestyle like my mom was in the medical field my dad is retired retired military um but when i was in second grade my life just kind of changed um i was cutting up in school so i, I got off the bus and what? i I was, walk, I was walking home and I was thinking I was about to get my ass cut and I get into the house and my mom is sitting there and she's just she's just crying and I'm like what the hell girl what's going on like aren't you supposed to be mad at me right now where the belt at <laughs> um, so belt. <laughs> I, I walked into the house and um, she told me that my dad um, was convicted of child molestation um, oh. and that moment is when my life changed so going fast forward and my mom now after they got divorced she wants to play Stella got a group back and she's out dating and she brought certain guys um, around and some of them didn't like our interaction because I think when something that traumatized happened in someone's life um, we don't take the time to say are you okay so right. I was going to school getting beat up by the family that accused him of doing this and doing that it was just a lot for me to take on at such a young age and one day I came in the house and he was like you're going to have to make a decision it's either going to be me or it's going to be your son and unfortunately she chose him so since i was 15 i've had to maneuver and figure things out and kind of just go through life and just had to make the best of it i was 15 years old working two jobs um we met at benedict i didn't know what a benedict was who a benedict is yeah, i didn't never seen the campus my first time seeing the campus was when i moved in God damn. So, um, <laughs> so when I went to college, I always had that hustle mentality because I had to figure things out by myself my almost practically my whole teenage life so that's kind of where i get that hustle mentality from but also on the other side of it i've learned how to basically save face and when i'm really going through certain things i'm going through hard times for the public i try to put on a persona and that's also not healthy as well um Talk you try to you try to live up to this image that people see you um and it becomes difficult so that's why i say that the last couple years i've been trying to find myself and find out who robert is because for the longest i was trying to be something for everybody and i'm learning now um you have to be everything for yourself before you be everything for everybody else yeah that makes sense and then i mean it's it's because of the the times now like we're older so i mean either way we were probably going to develop that mindset but like when we were when we were in college when we were in high school 
at that point in time, it it I don't know about anybody else, but for me, it kind of I feel like it weighed more on me about how other people thought, like what what they thought of me or whatnot. But like this generation, they don't be caring. Everything is I'm trying to be different now, so they don't be caring about nothing. But you know, sometimes they be doing some weird stuff. But I just think it's like easier now to accept the fact that you don't got to live for nobody else. You know what I'm saying? And yeah. And I think I had a, a reputation that I was trying to uphold. Like I said, when I was in high school, everybody knew me because I was the SGA president of my school for three years. I was throwing high school parties. When I got to college, people knew me before we even got to college because I had started the whole the whole thing on Twitter, BC16. You started so, that? Yeah, yeah. So, and then, you know, I was the freshman class vice president. I was the student yeah. activities president. I was the sophomore class president. I pledged while I was there. So, I feel like I had an image that I had to uphold. And then that's when I actually started my career with Walmart back in 2013. So, um, yeah. But I'm, I'm learning. I'm learning. That's what's up, man. That's what's up. I didn't even know that. Like, you really... Got the Benedict and hit the ground running. Like, yeah, you really people don't give me as credit much credit as I do on that campus. You know, I did a lot of crazy stuff too. I had a lot of good time, pissed a lot of people off, had a lot of fun. Um, but like the <laughs> That's how you gotta live. Yeah, like the Instagram page that they have now that is um, certified by Instagram. Yeah. I, I created that page. Um, this year they celebrated their ninth Mr. Benedict. Um, no, Mr. Benedict College for people who went to school. That's like the campus king and campus yeah. queen. Um, I was actually on the board that wrote the proposal for Mr. Benedict. Um, before the Migos blew up and August Alcina and um, Quinta Brunson, who has the show about elementary, I booked them to come do the BT Awards at Benedict. Um, yeah. I worked with Tim Bay, Demira Brunson, who's on Tyler Perry, Love Thy Neighbor. Um, Michael Montana, before his song blew up, I actually went to school with Sergio Kitchens. Y'all know him as Gun. <laughs> um, <laughs> um, back then, back in the day, we used to call him Big Surge. Um, I went to school Stop. with OJ Mako. Um, I went to school with my cousins. Went to school with Nivea. My we lived down the street from Sierra. Like I mean, so matter of fact, just because you said that, just because you like, because you went to school with him, how you feel about this situation that he in now? Um, that's not the search that I know. Facts. So um, I don't really get into what the media is saying. I can of only course. judge you by the person that I know. Yeah. And the person that I know, when I met Serge, because that's what I'm going to call him, when I met Big Serge um, back in the day, actually when I started to throw parties at Skate Town and Old National, Big Serge used to come to my parties and he used to perform. Back in the day, he had a manager named Cal, and that's the person how we connected. Um, and he's always been like real down to earth, real cool. You know, You know, he loves College Park. Go ahead and tell you that, um, but I, I just know him as a genuine person, so that's how I know him, and I'm not going to let anyone um, kind of change that mindset of what I think about him. Same thing with OJ Mako. Um, I don't. You guys probably remember his song, "Bitch, You Guessed It." Yeah. Um, I, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So um, I met him in high school working on the yearbook committee in Creekside Live, and we also worked at Six Flags with each other. So um, you, you can't tell me nothing crazy about them because. I mean, that's my partner's now. Facts. My partner now. Because, like, I remember what I said uh, last, uh, no, not last episode, Cricket's episode. I was like, high school is really when you're like your, your pure self. You know what I'm saying? I After, wasn't pure. It's it, like, <laughs> not so much pure, like, in that sense, but just you, whatever you do, it's, it's raw. Like, that, that's you in high school. You've you've been looking at stuff elementary school. Things was changing for you in middle school. By the time you hit high school, your sophomore junior year, like everything anatomy wise is is is, is damn near almost developed. 
And then, like, everything you do at that point is just raw. When you leave high school, that's where some people's life stops. That's where some people's lives go. So it's like, whatever person you was in high school after that, like, whatever persona you're trying to put on, I don't know. It's like, it's, we know who you are. You know what I'm saying? We, 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 we right. seen you. I understand you might have been doing music, but was you really doing what's in your music? But, you know. I've always supported him. He, he's always been a good rapper to me. He fine. You know what yeah. I'm saying? He, he definitely fine. He gets spins. You know what I'm saying? In, in the wheel. I don't, I don't sleep on Gunner. <laughs> and then even, um, so my best friend at the time was T.I. and Tani's daughter, Zanique. I used to have a crush on her. Mm, that was actually supposed to be my prom date, but she, um, at the time she was in the OMG Girls, and they had a um, a tour with Mindless Behavior and Jacob Lattimore at the time, so um, she couldn't she couldn't do it. So I ended up not going to prom. Mm. That was senior prom or like junior prom? I didn't go to the junior or senior prom. Oh damn! I was damn. over the bitches in high school. Look, I didn't go to my prom either. My date flaked on me too. I went to both of mine, but my date my senior year flaked on me. So yeah. my, my first date, she uh, missed me days of school, couldn't go. <laughs> and then my second date, she procrastinated on picking a dress. So I was just like, bro, like, you ain't pick a dress, you ain't pick a color. I still got to buy a tux. You know what? Fuck it. It's taking too long. You bullshit. <laughs> I ain't gone. Didn't go to prom. But, but once again, going back to what I was saying earlier, you, you got to start putting yourself first. Because back, in the, back when I was in high school, like I said, I was the SJA president. And I was always... Putting together the prom, putting together the yearbook, and actually my senior year, I, f- I actually found out that they had stole like a hundred thousand dollars from um, my school. So they was getting ready to cancel prom and year and in the yearbooks and our graduations and who all was that. So people who worked at the school, their name would be under. Ooh, oh, like the staff? Or? <laughs> yes. The oh, staff. Yeah. It's, it's, oh, it's, it's still it's still on the news. So I had found this out when I was the SGA <laughs> president. So I was at the forefront of that big old co- campaign to find out what happened and what cases. And I just feel like I drained. I, I feel like it was a good purpose, but I feel like I drained myself because I robbed myself of my own experiences. Yeah. So that's why now I'm at a place where if you can't be there, just say I can't be there. If you can't do it, just say no. Like, I mean, I, so I've learned a lot of lessons from when I was younger. And then you move around a lot too, so it's like Absolutely. let let folks know. Like you gotta let me know if you can't do something. Boom, let me know because moving too fast. Like yeah. got a whole bunch of stuff going on. Like if I don't know, I'm going to assume. And if I assume all the way up until too close to whatever we got going on, and you tell me we got problems, right? That's 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 first. So um, so still before we get into it, we got a lot to talk about, bro. You we, this is ten years, bro. So. What's what's new for you? What's what's going on in the future? What's happening? Um, I'm still working at Walmart. I love Walmart. Actually, I don't care what people say. I know y'all get mad when y'all walk into Walmart ain't no register logo, but <laughs> um, I love. It has been a very great company to me. Um, it has afforded me the opportunity to do a lot of things. It has afforded me the opportunity to impact a lot of people, even younger people. Um, you know, one thing that I guess I became viral for with Walmart is when the um, COVID first hit in 2020 and they couldn't graduate and we did a graduation celebration inside I of seen Walmart. That, yeah. So um, I got popular and that was on Good Morning America. But I do it because it's people out there that's looking at me and what I look like and I'm able to inspire them to do something greater. So that's why I loved that part of Walmart. But outside of Walmart, um, you know, I have my Robert's Playhouse. Um, it's an adult exotic sip and paint. Um, I'm in the process of dropping my sex line, my sex toy line. Not an OnlyFans, sex toy line. <laughs> Get um, it right. Y'all, y'all don't my, be mixing my, up my boy my, words now. Yes, my adult candles. Um, 
a possible hookah lounge. I'm also in real estate school, so I'm working on that as well. Um, and then I have my adult prom coming up. Yeah. Dang. That's a lot. A whole lot, a whole lot going on. But Bex. it's good stuff. It Running is. is busy. Schedule has no <laughs> empty dates on it. Yeah, exactly. that's why I can't get no date. That's why I'm single. Oh. You tell me I'm too busy. I mean, hey, man, focus on you. I feel like you I feel like you'll catch a date to the prom. I feel like Now my will. DMs be popping, I'm not gonna lie. But see? But I have a type and they don't be my type. Are you I, looking at all of them or just like cause you probably done Oh no! And just skip past me. You need to look at them. No, I, I mean I look, but I also look at how you carry yourself. Like I, I just <laughs> no. So I I have my emotions. One minute when I'm sitting at home drinking, you know, my Crown and Coke. Um, yeah, I be all in my feelings, and I be wanting, I be wanting to be in love. And the next minute, I'm like, fuck this shit. <laughs> yeah, my, my gangster kick. I go from take, <laughs> I go from take me to the king to knock if you buck real quick. <laughs> Uh, but yeah, that hookah lounge. Look, if you get that going, the the day it open, your grand opening, please let me know. It's a work in progress. It's probably not going to open up until the next probably three or four years. That's fine. I want to make sure that every detail is correct. Mm-hmm. I want to make sure that um, I don't owe nobody. Facts. Uh, I don't want to take out no loans. I don't want to be a, a business owner that opens up a business and they're in debt. So right. I've been very strategic about how I've been Look, everything with this been out of pocket, my butt. Yes. Everything with this. Yes. <laughs> That's why I haven't been able to take my trips like I want to. But there's nothing wrong with being strategic. You plan it right. You, yeah. That way you only have to do it once. Yeah. yeah. And I don't want to rush. Like, it's nothing to rush. It's nothing to rush for. At all. And hookahs ain't going nowhere. At all. At all. Everybody likes mm-hmm. liquor, hookahs, and wings. But, Damn. Yeah, because that, that's definitely facts. But it's crazy how that wave happened because I was I was messing with the hookah wave back in like 2014. Uh, my homegirl from uh, high school, when I transferred from Benedict, I went to Valdosta. Her, well, you met my friend. Yeah, facts, and I met. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah I forgot about that. Yeah, yeah, I met her there. Um, but it was my best friend Larry and her there, so I didn't know that both of them was there. So we go over there, and Larry like, hey, let's go over. Her house bro like she right around the corner i'm like i bet she introduced me to hookah then i started um going uh, i was working for a football camp called offense defense we would travel and when we traveled to a different city after we broke it broke down the setup we traveled that night to the next city and it's always on like a thursday we don't have to do nothing until friday thursday night we they started taking me to hookah lounges i was like they have lounges for this i just thought this was something you but they were like as big as this room that we're in they were nothing huge and then I just kind of blinked my eyes, and here we in 2019, and it's hookahs everywhere. You go go anywhere and get a hookah. And they got a song. Hey, pass me the hookah. Yeah. Hi, Rick. That song <laughs> dropped. That, that's what really. Damn, by, you know, your Australian song. Yeah. I was in there. Like, that's the song I play every time. When I first got my first hookah, bro, I played the song every time when I was sitting there. Now up. they have a portable hookah. What? It's a handheld hookah. The little um, black smoke. Yeah, yeah. I just found out about them last month. I definitely went order mine. I'm about to put me an order and in I too. The smoke, you get like smoke it all, man. Fuck all that. I'm buying that Wiz Khalifa. Flip I want one of those too. I'm buying that before I buy a goddamn hookah. I want one of them too, though. That's yeah. But the yeah, uh, get big lit out here. The little the um, portable hookahs because it's 2022. He said you get 2,200 pulls off that motherfucker. I don't know if I had that many pulls now. I think that's false advertising. That's what you said. I just got mine and it's already gone. 
Um, <laughs> but then again, I smoke hookah a lot, so maybe that was it. But but it's no nicotine, no tobacco, yeah. and it's a black-owned business. And Thanks. he's out of New Orleans, and my mom's from New Orleans, so I try to support everybody that yeah. comes to New Orleans. I just found out about that last one. I gotta get you one of them. You gonna get on the wave one day, bro. You gonna get on the wave one day. He was like a, a hookah smoker. I do smoke hookah. I don't hate. It. I just I would rather buy that first. Yeah. I don't like me. I don't mind going out smoking hookah. I don't feel like that's something I should keep at the house because. I like it make your house it. stink. Yeah, but not even that. I just I would use it too much. And I hate a, a stinking house smell. Smell house. I had to give me one just because I got tired of going out and paying for it. And then it's like sometimes where it be times where you know I don't go to a hookah lounge for a while, and sometimes I mean, I just don't feel like going out for your body. Yeah, you know? yeah. Like I, I I stopped smoking it for a while, but then I'd be like, damn, I want to go. I ain't been in like two months, and I was just like, you know what? I'm not finna keep buying this shit. Like I'm finna just go get me one Keep it at the crib I know how to do everything So mm-hmm. If it's a time where I wanna be I, You ever had those times Where you wanna be out But you don't wanna go nowhere I'm like I can do the same thing At the hookah lounge I can do at the crib It's just not People there I need the theatrics Like I need the girl to come out <laughs> and, <laughs> and But like You know I need the whole theatric It just don't feel the same It Facts. just don't feel the same Like I need to be in That's the lounge That's where the bougie kicks in <laughs> Yeah I need yeah. to be in the lounge The girl come out She be like What type of hookah you want I say I want a blueberry mint And then she come out It be bubbling She come She take her a tip And she you know Start it off I need the whole theatrics It's just not the same at the house <laughs> And I don't like my house To smell like no hookah I feel like it I, said, I like going out It don't bother me Normally when I go to the hookah lounge Somebody you know what I'm saying? Yeah. Uh, yeah. Woo-woo, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> <laughs> you know? Be what it be. Oh, uh, so um, backtrack a little bit. So how did you get into the whole, the the uh, you said sex toy, sex line and all that? How did, how did you get into that? What? And it's not because I'm a Scorpio because everybody loves to say that Scorpios are freaks. That's not why, why, yeah, I'm, I'm, why I'm doing it. So <laughs> I started. Scorpio. Relax. Sh- 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 what, month, do that. what month is that? October, November? Yeah. Uh, okay. yeah. In October? But they love to say Scorpios are freaks, and that's not always the case, because mm-hmm. I know some really wholesome Scorpios. So, um, <laughs> I never met a, a, a wholesome lady. <laughs> I love wholesome women. I'll talk about a Scorpio. Like a That's the woman. only Zodiac sign I really get into. I don't get into the Zodiacs that deep, but I pay attention to like the Scorpio sign, and I've never met one that. I know a lot of wholesome Scorpios. My never, best friends are Scorpios. Never talked They're to very wholesome individuals. I never tried to date one. Let me put it like that. You might have fun, bro. Mm, I'll be all right. <laughs> <laughs> no, so how I got into it, so just kind of rewind back to when I was in high school. So like I told you, the whole situation happened with the yearbook and all that. So I wanted to try to raise money so I can at least try to have us do something when we was about to graduate. Mm. So I started throwing these high school parties and, you know, I was conceited. I'm not really conceited no more, but I was conceited back then. So I wanted my name to be on everything. So I said, Robert's Playhouse. And my very first party, I had it at a, at a, um, a warehouse in Union City. Mm-hmm. My sister's daycare at the time, it was a couple. They owned this big warehouse and they was getting ready to turn it into an event space. And I said, mind you, I was 15 years old signing contracts. So I said, um, big moves. can I, um, I really want to use this for a party. And I put my name on the flyer. It became Robert's Playhouse. And it was a pajama party. That was when Michael Montana's song first came out. Yeah. Um, Do It. Hit it front, back, side, side. Yeah, that song. Do so it. I had him come perform. Oh, Do it. Yeah. Do It. And let me tell you how this is a full circle moment. And I'm going get, to get there in a second. But um, so I had him perform. I had the lady from um, Cry Mom come perform. And then over the years, I just kind of branched off. So now that I'm older, I was like, how can I capitalize this? And people love two things. Well, females. Some men, gay men, um, they love 
sex and a party. So how can you sex sales? So so how can you incorporate it? So that's when I created my you know the exotic sipping paint. So I work with Anatomy X. Um, shout out to Jay, Darren, Corday, the rest of the team over there, Cam. Um, so we started doing a show in Birmingham, and I was like, I want to continue to go. So I said, I want to make Robert Playhouse a brand. So I'm going to have the website with the sex toys and the adult candles. But now that I have the adult prom coming up, it's so crazy how things work because the adult prom is actually celebrating my 10-year class reunion. And I got an email the other day from Michael Montana's manager, the same person who performed at my event 10 years ago. He just dropped a new song too. I heard it on the radio. Well, I, ain't heard, I ain't heard that. It was pre- it was pretty smooth. <laughs> it was it was pretty smooth. Now, from in my opinion, I may have to listen to it again. But my opinion is, it as big as do it. No, that's do, not. do it was lit. Yeah, like, that's a classic. You hear that song and it just do something to your body. Like, yeah, that's a just, classic. You just get lit. We used to dance to that. Uh, that was what senior year in high school. Say, no, I don't know. No, what year was that? When did that come out? We came out. My my tenth grade, eleventh grade. Yeah, that's okay. Yeah, we was because. What happened was it came out. Me and my boys. What year was that? That was like 20, uh, tw- 2010, 2011? Yeah. Yeah. That's when that was. That's when that song came out. So me and my homies, I think we had like a couple of like high school dances, a little quick stuff, not nothing serious, but like, you, you know, and we started dancing. And we made a dance to that song, like, and then every time it come on, we all we just always do it. It comes on, it's like, hey, bro, where you at? Where you at? Come on, let's do it. Happens every time. Yeah. What? Why are you looking like that? Yeah, but a lot of people came through the um, playhouse. Um, I I booked him for an event. Like I said, I booked um, back when he was called Big Surge. Big Surge performed at one of my events. Um, people know him as Gunner now, yeah. but I, I call him Big Surge. Um, <laughs> <laughs> Young Tone, he performed at one of my events. He had the song No Cuffin' Smash. Uh, Benny, Smash. Benny, no Game, Benny Game Marco performed at one of my events. Um, so, yeah, that, that whole little era. Benny Game Marco. Tell me a song. I don't know. Um, I, he Got You Pissed. Don't trust me. Because when you was fucking with that dude, I've been like, huh? He okay, got me I, I've heard it before. Um, I, I, Benny Game Marco, and he, re- he recently was dating Big Lotto. Oh, I did not know that. No idea who these people are. You know Benegay Marco. You know, it, you remember it was that time. It was the rich kids, Benegay Marco, Travis Porter, Young Tom. It was that whole. See, era. I, I missed him because I. No, he, <laughs> he was he was real popular. I'm saying not me, me. I missed oh. him. I didn't know who that was because I remember everybody you just named just you now. Must not be from Atlanta. I, no, you know I'm not from okay. Atlanta. I think by this time I moved back to Pittsburgh, so yeah. I had left Atlanta. Only real Atlanta people. Yeah, you know I'm not from Atlanta, well, and I'm not gonna claim I'm it. I'm from this side of Atlanta, like the north. I, I went to Lawrenceville. Yeah. Oh, that ain't Atlanta. I mean, it's not, but see, it's the north. It's the north. It's the north because I, I, you know, Gwinnett. I went to Bergmar. So. This is what almost she said. Gwinnett is not Atlanta. It's not. It's the, it's the north. Yeah, we we we've we've came to that. Uh, I don't care. I'm not from out here. <laughs> I don't care. So it it don't matter to me. If somebody tell me they from Atlanta, I don't get into well, what part. No, because I don't even know. I don't know the zones. I don't know what's considered it or not because they saying the west side ain't, but it's a little piece of it that is. I don't fucking know. You're like you, If you're not in the city limits on the west side, you don't count. Yeah, I, I don't know. <laughs> this whole time I thought Decatur was... Atlanta, but everybody's like, no, Decatur's not Atlanta. I'm like, okay, well. If it got its own name, it's its own name. You know? I think Atlanta is the state, if you ask me. The, the crazy part, <laughs> right before we came here, matter of fact, I was just watching the 85 South show. They had Amaretta on it. Like, they're talking about this whole thing. The 85 South show, they had Amaretta on there. 
the girl who sang the song. That's yeah. not Atlanta. College Park is not Atlanta. And I oh, want to clear it up because yeah, yeah, that was the that was the first thing she said. College Park is not Atlanta. Actually, there is parts of College Park that yeah. is actually Atlanta. Yeah. And also, um, the airport is in College Park, and it's called Atlanta Hartsfield Airport. But you got the Atlanta Braves Stadium, and, and they're not. That's not Marietta. Atlanta. And then yeah. Chick Fil A. Chick Fil A wants to act all bougie and all that. The headquarters for Chick Fil A is in College Park. <laughs> I heard they changing it though Like they about to start Just making Like they expanding Atlanta Yeah like Like that's what's going on my, Like my, now certain places That's not Atlanta Are gonna be Atlanta My homegirl who live in Shady Park Point of Ridge College Park Her address is Atlanta But she live in College Park Yeah it's it's weird Because even in the GPS Like say I type in An address It'll pop up The same address And one will say Probably like College Park But then another one With the same address Will say Atlanta It'd be the same distance It's the same route To the same spot So it's like okay I don't know If you tell me You're from Atlanta Just give me your address If I'm pulling up on I just what's know what my Birth certificate says Facts. What's the zip code That's what's really <laughs> What's the zip code man I don't know It's too many zip codes Out here Like he said Atlanta is a, a state Bro like It's too Yeah it, It's crazy It's a district Like D.C. <laughs> Facts DC is a uh, it's something, man. Driving through DC is the worst thing you could ever do. It took me an hour to get to Walmart in DC. I've only been Walmart. there twice, both when I was young. Yeah, I, I went as a teenager, and then every other time I was just driving through as an adult. Yeah. It's the worst thing you could ever do. Yeah, yeah I, um, yeah, but no, I, a lot of people when they meet me, they be like, I, I wouldn't guess that you was from Atlanta. I really can be hood as fuck if I want to, but I try to keep that that side, <laughs> that side of me um, up. But it can come out when it's necessary. Real fast. Yeah, it can come out when it's necessary. But zero to one hundred. I, I have I have grown a lot. Okay, okay. So we didn't got the the other two out the way. Now let's talk about the good that 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 good one that that adult prom that that's lit right there. I I've also said that before. It was sometime in college. I was like, bro, they need to have like college prom or an adult prom just because i want to redo it because i didn't get to do it that, how i wanted to so where did that come from how did, how did you get on that so my sister um she actually has a catering business and she does like the 360 camera and the mirrors and all of that other stuff so we were trying to figure out how can we incorporate me liking to plan events and her and her 360 stuff and her catering mm-hmm. come together so we was on the phone one day and we were talking about it and i was like what about if we do an adult prom it was really a random idea so i had put it on my facebook page two years ago and i said um if i did an adult prom who will come and everybody was like, yeah, that sounds like a good idea. And then she commented, she was like, Robert, we just talked about this, just talked about this on the page. <laughs> I mean, we were just on the phone talking about this. And it just kind of got like a lot of buzz. And then last year, I got a notification. You know how Facebook does the memories that, yeah. you know, you had posted something. It had popped up. And that was the day before my sister passed away. So I felt like it was her son telling me that I needed to go ahead and do it. And I didn't know that it was going to become this big thing. Mm -hmm. Um, I was like, nobody's going to come. But the event sold out in March. Yeah, pop your shit. Tell them, tell them how many tickets then sold was going on. So we sold almost 400 tickets. Um, so we have two DJs, DJ Rico Savage. He is actually the official DJ for the Exotic Paint and Robert's Playhouse. Um, we have DJ Dolly. She's from Birmingham, Alabama. Um, the host, we have Champagne Jewels. He works from Hot One Seven Point Nine. We have China Marie from 94.5 Streets. Um, we have two bartenders, Bar Tipsy and the Mixed Vibe um, bartenders. Um, we have the 360 camera. You guys are going to be there so i'm really excited about that yes, sir. Um, yes, so can we talk about it really? did you know yeah. yeah and we have 
and we have Nivea performing. And Thanks. this is this is also a full circle moment because Nivea went to my high school, Creekside High School. Yeah. So um so I'm really excited about you that. The um the date is July twenty third. The doors open at eight PM. It is limited parking at this event, so we're asking people to one, get there early or take Uber Lyft. We have people that's getting party buses and all this other stuff. And then after that we're going to the strip club because I love a good strip club. So you you serious about that? Yeah, I'm okay, going to the club. You've been, you been saying that, and I'm like, we, we like, no, like I'll, I love, I'll pull up. You know it, it, it don't matter what I like in my per, my personal preferences. I still like going to see a bad bitch at the strip club. Okay, okay, and I got, yes, sir. And I got friends that work at the strip club. You lit. Yeah. So, I'm, and I don't go to the Prissy strip club. I go to Blaze. That's my strip club. That's my place. Oh, that's why I said he doing big. Yeah, I go to, I go to Blaze. That's my place. Shout out to Dallas. Um, but that's that's my place. And when you go in there, you gotta throw some ones. Like, so don't come to the strip club with me if you ain't got no money. Mm. And oh, strip clubs have the best wings. Wings. I was about to say that. Yeah, strip clubs got the best wings. Because I love me a good ten piece mouth. The best hospitality I've ever seen. <laughs> <laughs> you mean? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, like like I said, I don't. It don't care what I like personally. Like I like to see a bad bitch at a strip club. So so yeah, we we can talk about it, right? Me 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 and KB. Yeah. Look, man, <laughs> we have been blessed by my boy Robert to be hosting the red carpet. Let's go. Make it clap. Hey man, I, I I've been excited just because I like wearing suits. I like dressing up. Thanks. And even though it don't really go with the with the braids, in my opinion, but it, you can I'm, make it work. You gonna make it work, I'm bro? I know you. Game. I know I. Am. Yeah. I, 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 I'm on. telling you, I didn't thought too much into it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so I, yeah, it's gonna be. I'm it. really excited. I'm really so excited to have y'all guys. Yeah, man, we're gonna bring the podcast to the red carpet. You know what I'm saying? Come come talk it. to them thank folks. You, thank you for having us. But thank this you. is how you have to look out for people because I'm just to be honest, y'all the first y'all the first people to know this. So I've had like celebrities who are on the radio station that has reached out to me about hosting the red carpet, and I've declined them all. Ooh. And then. That's when I end up calling him and saying, I forgot what you messaged me or what we were talking about. And I said, I had, I was like, don't you just want to host the red carpet? Yeah, because I brought it to him. <laughs> I was like, because, you know, he was telling us we could have, he, he going to have vendors there. And he was like, y'all can be one of the vendors. So that's when I asked him, I was like, if we come out there, like, can we set like little cameras on the table to like record us? And he was like, what you mean? So he was like, you know what? I'm going to call you later. And then he called me and then he ex- asked me to explain. And he was like, well, why don't you just. Why don't y'all just host the red carpet? I'm like, what? Damn. <laughs> the plot thickens. Yeah, I, I've had a lot of a lot of people like from the radio stations and all that. They asked me, could they host? Um, and I was just like, mm, no. First of all, why would I pay you for you reaching out to me? Ooh. Exactly. Hey, that's why I be trying to tell them people in our DMs. Facts, bro. <laughs> so um, I'm not about to do that. And uh, I, and this is me humbly speaking. I didn't need to add any more celebrities or anybody like that to the event for it to go public or to to sell out. It was it was already sold out when y'all when y'all messaged me. Right. So if I can give the opportunity to somebody that's up and coming. Um, like I used to do when I knew like Big Surge, yeah, um, and all these other and all these other people, I would rather I would I would rather do that. And I tell people all the time, be careful, be careful of the people that you interact with when you're when you're on your way up because you will see these people coming down. Facts, Ooh. big facts. That's a good one right there. Hey. But uh, we so humbly appreciate. I'm glad it's me. That is us. Anytime. You know what I'm saying that. Anytime. Can I get another round of applause? Yeah, yeah. Hold on. Clap with us. Why y'all at home? <laughs> Listening, tuning in, clap with us one time for the hood. Yes, sir. Yeah, man, that's a good thing. So this right here, KB, this is kind of like our trial run. You know what I'm saying? We got to. We, we well, gotta you already know how I am. <laughs> exactly. This is the trial run. So. Listen, for that Benedict 
BET Awards, this man Robert had us at practice every night. And at first, the first couple of days, you know, he let me goof off or whatnot. But he got on me one day. He was like, look, <laughs> I know you're supposed to be Kevin Hart, but we're not doing all of this right now. Yeah, we got to right. get these this 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 right. done. Yeah. Everybody got to run through their little script, do their performance. Now we're on a time schedule. Yeah, like we got to do I just take it. stuff like that serious. Facts. So, I and I just feel too. like whenever you put your name on something, you want to give people a quality, especially if people are paying for something. Exactly. So being that people are paying to come into this event, I've been really adamant about every little event. That's why I tell people, because people say, do I have to come in and I got to buy drinks when I get there and I got to buy this and I buy... No. When you buy your ticket, that's it. That's all you. That's all you're paying for. So I was very adamant because I want Ugh. people to. Co- I, I want people to come in and have a great time. Don't have to worry about all the other issues. I mean, still you should have some money. <laughs> <laughs> I, I made my money off the ticket sales. I'm talking about them. You still should be ready to spend some money. It's like an ordinary day on. Going no, out. you. But you. I did tell you. Y'all need to tip the bartenders and people who are actually exactly. doing stuff. Exactly. But as far as the, like having to go up there and say, hey, can I spend eight dollars to? Get a drink? No, like. So yeah, that that that's your neighborhood bartender right there too. Oh, I didn't know he was a bartender. Yeah. Maybe I'll book you next time I do an event. That's, I'm actually hey, doing. I'm, I'm, I'm actually doing something it. for. I may do something for Halloween. Um, and I'm. I know I'm doing something for my thirtieth birthday party. My okay. boy working on it. I got a drink. Yeah. I'm trying to come out with a few drinks by then, but. Okay. Yeah. Big yeah, money. Drinks you working I on. Could, I could ask you for twenty dollars. Facts. <laughs> <laughs> so it's. I mean. We talked about the, the, the prom, you know what I'm saying, and uh, how it came about. I know you're excited for it. I'm excited. It ain't even my event. I'm nervous. You know what I'm, I'm nervous and excited. That's what comes with the territory. I be trying to tell you, like, not to be nervous because you always come I'm always with, nervous. with top-notch stuff, but it always comes with the territory when you're dropping something big, you know what I'm saying? You just got to be like Lexi, all right? Take a you know, few... Lexi who? Lexi Blow? Lexi uh, off of Euphoria. You know, just uh, look out to the crowd. Lexi. You know what I'm saying? Go to backstage, yell at a few people, and then talk to yourself and be like, I love this shit. Go back out there. Oh, <laughs> I thought, see, I thought you were talking about Lexi Blow off of Jocelyn um, Cabaret. Oh, nah, I, I just watched that for the first time last week. That I shit is it. Do it like it's your B day. Crazy, huh? bro. That's what she said. Do it like it's your B day. Yeah. Shit is crazy. It's a very interesting show. I, I want to see the reunion. They took the reunion off. Did it's, you see the reunion? It's back up. Oh. But this that. is only part one. Yeah, I got. I, I've so been. It's a lot of people I know. Your penthouse is to the maybe not to that magnitude, but it's on the same levels as Justin's with guys. Yeah, yeah, but it's with guys. Yeah, the strippers are guys. But we have done a show where we had male and female strippers. But you got to think about it, a show like that. I, in my opinion, I don't believe that anyone that is considers themselves heterosexual would attend that show. If you was a if if you was a man, but yeah, um, you shouldn't be. <laughs> um, so. Um, I mean, it is, it is what it is, but you know, but I, I, I don't judge like, nobody. You know, you should know what you get yourself into, and if you don't, then that's yeah, what, I, that's I mean, I, t- I tell people what it is. I mean, I post the videos. I mean, so what you see is what you get. I what mean, you see is what you get. Hey, and if you decide that that's what you want to, but I will say, I have had heterosexual guys come to that event. Like you know, it was people that was the vendor. You know, he came with his wife. Um, like you know, that. it was people who just came to support me. Um, I think that's where you have to be secure in your manhood. I, know, I mean, just don't make a big deal out of it. Yeah. Like someone try to talk to you, like, hey man, I, no. I'm with my people. I, I yeah. mean, I, hell, I've had my straight homeboys come to the gay club with me. Have a good time. Yeah, you have to be, you have to be securing your manhood. Exactly. So that's that's kind of that's kind of my thing. Like, I mean, if it don't attract you, it don't attract you. I mean, if you come to support me, support me and keep it moving. 
but I'm not gonna let anybody disrespect you though. That's right. that's I think that's where I have that respect. And I've just been thankful to and I know we probably was gonna get here, but I just been thankful for having a group of guys who don't live my lifestyle but respect my lifestyle and um yeah like my line brothers and friends that i've been close with for the the long time you know they they just support robert they don't they don't give a damn who i am with personally so that's the same way i feel about the event if you're coming to support you're gonna come to support i mean now what you do when the lights go off that's between that's between you (laughs) you that's my favorite quote (laughs) so so boom that that's it right there let's talk about it so it's it's been an interesting topic to talk about. Mm-hmm. A lot of people talk about it, and it's a thing. I don't know if I'm gonna call it a thing. I don't know if the I don't know, but between gay men and uh, straight men in the black community, it's something that you brought toward brought to the front table. I was like, yeah, that's you know one of the interesting conversations. So, I mean, what's your what's your thoughts on it? Like what like where where you want to go with that conversation? I mean, you can go a lot of places. Um, I, I think one place you can go, you have to ask the question, what causes the divide between the straight and gay community in the in the black community? Um, you know, why do straight men, some straight men have an issue with people of the gay community? My, But my first question, and anything that I'm going to say today is my own personal opinion. Let me go ahead and put that out there. It's from my perspective. My, my thing is, why do people care? Exactly. So my thing is, I don't care who you sleep with. You shouldn't care who I sleep with. Um, I just didn't understand why people like when somebody is like they gay, people feel like they have to have a whole coming out story. And people always ask me, like, Robert, what was your coming out story? And my response to them, bitch, I didn't have no coming out story because just like my sister. And my brothers who are straight didn't have to go take mommy and daddy and say, I'm straight. I Mm -hmm. like pussy. I'm not going to go. I'm not going to come to you and say, well, I'm gay and this is what I like. So I think one, we have to go back to the beginning because people have this thing where you were born gay or, you know, you was raised to be gay. I don't don't like that. That whole when people be asking those questions. Yeah. What is that? What does that mean? Because what if I was normal and then it was like, okay, now all of a sudden this is what I draw an attraction to. Like, right. Or an experience may have happened. In my situation, experience happened. Like. So, yeah, so you remember when I was back when I told you that my dad, you know, uh, went yeah. through his situation, um, and then my mom kicked me out. Um, it was a, a older gentleman that I had worked with at the time when I was 15 years old, and I was like I said, I had to grow up faster than most people because I was on my own. I was 15 years old trying to figure. Out, I was working two jobs. I was working at Six Flags. I was working at Red Lobster. I was SGA president at high school. I was doing all these different things. But when I would leave those buildings and those four walls, I was trying to figure out where the hell I was gonna sleep at. So I found comfort in a person that was older than me that just happened to be a male. And that person showed me what genuine love was that I didn't get from my parents. Now, don't be trying to R. Kelly him because at the time I thought 15 and somebody that was 20, I thought that was okay. But um, a mistake. But but my thing is I had to figure life out and that's kind of how I transitioned into that also how I was raised, I don't see pers- people because of their gender. I see who they are in their soul and them as an individual. So um, I, I, I'm just naturally attracted to energy. It don't matter if you're a male, female, whatever the case is. Now, my respectful opinion, now there is certain things that I'm not going to do. Like I love the transgender community. I love people who are androgynous and all the other stuff. That's just not for me. Um, but for me, it was an experience that, that struck my interest. 
and I just ran with it. Um, and I just found that is that is who I am, mm -hmm. and I just I just took it from there. But I really don't understand why it's this division with the black and with the with the gay and straight community, uh, especially when it comes to black men. I do think there is a level of respect that both parties have to have. Um, like for instance, with me being a gay man, and I know that you guys are heterosexual, there are certain things that I'm not going to do and I'm not going to say around y'all. And I'm not going to put y'all in an uncomfortable environment. But at the same time, I don't feel like I need to change who I am around y'all for y'all to feel comfortable right. uh, around me. Mm -hmm. But also with me, especially with me and you being cool, there are certain things that I expect for you not to say around me. Like you're not going to use the word faggot and sissy and all that around me, even if you may not be directing it to me. That is a derogatory term in the gay community. Mm -hmm. It's no difference from a white person saying nigga question you said sissy yeah i've never heard someone say that before yeah. okay it i didn't know that was like, offensive it's like pussy ass nigga sissy you uh, a sissy you a bitch you a faggot ass nigga like this they say stuff like that yeah so <laughs> but that's just like a white person coming in and saying nigga it doesn't matter if if they were saying it directly to you if they were just saying it it's still a derogatory term yeah. so if you were to say something like that to me me and you would have a problem even, exactly. though, even though you're not directing to me. So on both sides, I think there has to be a respect level. You have to respect that. First of all, every heterosexual straight person is not going to agree with the lifestyle. And that is okay. Gay people don't need to try to shove it down people's throat. Right. That is okay. But, on the, but, on, but everybody needs to respect everyone. Me personally, I don't give a fuck what you do. I don't care. I don't care if you want to go out here and fuck five bitches. That's on you. What I, what I do um, in my personal bedroom, in my personal life, does not affect how we're going to get money <coughs> together. It mm -hmm. doesn't affect me in the business world. Mm -hmm. It does not affect the, it, it doesn't affect the degrees that I have. Exactly. But also, people have to stop using the gay community when it's convenient for them. Because a lot of these hood-ass rappers and all this other stuff, the gay people are their managers, they hairstylists, they makeup, they do all of this other stuff. But Oh, I don't um I don't agree with the lifestyle, but you agree with when it's convenient for you. And it's it's a it's crazy about like the the rap community because I watched this interview. I, I watched it around the time like when it was airing for real, but it just recently, probably about two months ago, got put on Twitter because it was a conversation about how rappers don't fuck with the gay community. It was a, a Bun B and Pimp C interview and they was just like, you know what I'm saying, we don't have no problem with y'all, with, with anybody who's gay coming around us. Just don't don't act like you're one person in front of us. Y'all know we some hard thugs or gangsters, whatever. Don't come around us talking about, oh, this is not what I do, this, that, and the third, but then as soon as we turn our back, you acting, that, that's what you so are. So referring to download men, basically. Not even not even download, because he, he's like, I guess what uh, somebody said under the post or something like that is like, it's interactions that they know that they're gay. They, they put it out there, but when they're around them, it's like they're trying to put on this front, like, they some they they hard thugs. They not gay. This that and the third, or they're just extremely okay with whatever and talking down about what what what's going on. Like thinking that's how they fit in with them. But do you? Uh, but did they ever ask the question why? Because just say if you was the type of person that was like you know me and you was cool. Just say if I was a straight individual and you were straight and, and and you were straight. I mean, you are straight. You know what I'm trying to say. <laughs> so, <laughs> so, and you was the type of person like, don't bring that gay shit around me. I don't fool with that. I don't fuck with that. Then I would feel like if I want to have a relationship with you, that I would have to put on this persona in order to be around you. I couldn't be who I, uh, who I truly am sorry, sorry. because of the feedback or how you're going to act towards me or how right. you go. So a lot of gay people are afraid to come out or afraid to tell their family or tell their friends or tell their friend or their, you know, people that they encounter because of the backlash 
backlash that, that's possibly going to yeah. come with that. So they need to start asking the question, well, why they don't feel comfortable? But then also we have to get rid of the stigma that every fucking gay person is wants to be a female or every gay person is a sissy or every gay person is this and that. You got some hood ass gay niggas. Oh, yeah. I done seen some and they will whoop a motherfucker right. ass, but they not. Me, per- me personally, I'm not attracted to no 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 feminine guy because if I wanted that, I would go date a, I would go date a female. Like I need a hood ass trap nigga that's on the on the corner like like <laughs> like selling selling weed. Like I mean that's like well maybe not weed, but like I need I need that I like that hard exterior. I still when I look at you, I want to see a man. So, like I said, I have no judgment against people who are trans and drogginess. I think it's beautiful. I, you know, I have friends that do it. But me personally, I'm I'm just attracted to a, a man's man's. Like so, like go go in a go in the fucking kitchen and play Madden, or go go to a football game or something. Go do something. Get the fuck out my face. <laughs> but me and me and KB talked about it because at first you was just like when, when you had brought it to me, you was like I don't know how comfortable you guys are gonna be. Me and KB had talked. We was like, look, we don't care. I only, this is the only thing, and this is I, I think it kind of ties into what you're saying about the the respect levels and the limits or whatever the case is. I have no problem. My thing is you gon you're you attracted to whoever you're attracted to. It is what it is. Where my respect is, if I'm hanging with someone who is gay, if you're attracted to me, I would say let me know. Don't just be out hitting on me and then trying like I don't like the like you said shove it down somebody's throat. Like you want me, you know I'm not gay but you're gonna keep trying i don't like that but why do all straight a lot of straight guys feel like every gay guy want them and then, no no i do, i don't mm-hmm. feel that way i know but, what you're talking about but i, I do know what you're yeah, talking about but it's um, it's been times where like i've had homies tell me a, like that's a them trying to flex moment yeah you know uh what's it called uh that ego thing yeah facts but I've, I've had homies tell me like uh because i don't i don't know how the conversations happen but even i got a gay homegirl her name is malaysia in uh, Charleston, South Carolina, she's she's uh, gay, and she said even she sees it. She's like, you know, um, it be times where the gay dudes do, do be attracted to whoever she may be hanging around, because you know when she got friends, it's everybody. You got gay guys, gay girls, straight guys, straight girls, and she was like, I've seen it, and I've seen. She's like, I've seen it in, in two ways, and I've seen it in two ways where the is he'll let them know like hey you know or it'd it be in a funny way but then they find out it's serious uh you know i'm not trying to be funny but i'm really i'm really attracted to you da, da, da. or i just don't like the fact that if you know that that's not my lane we can kick it all day i can talk to you every day i can go out with you all the time we'll have the best fun ever be best friends but i just don't i don't want you to cross the line Knowing that I'm not and trying to make me, but what do is that? the attraction? Because I think people use that word very loosely. Because an attraction can be, oh, you're a very attractive guy, but I don't want to do anything with you. Or the attraction can be, yeah, I, I, I want us to date. So I don't think yeah. I, I, I don't think that nothing is wrong. And I, this is something that just kills me with guys too. It's okay to tell a guy you're handsome. It's because females do it all the time, and I think this is a double standard in the whole, you know, this whole situation. Because females can go to another female and say, "You're beautiful," you're, and have, and it doesn't mean anything. They're just saying, give another person a compliment. Let a guy tell another guy he handsome. You gay? Get out my face with that gay ass shit and all this other stuff. The same way I feel about, and I know this may be a little graphic. The same way I think about when I think about three times. If a female does it with two guys as a train, if if it's two, a guy, if it's on the other side, it's a three time. Yeah, 
Mm. Like just, so, I think I don't just, know. I think it's just a big double standard. So the attraction can be just like you're a very uh, a, attractive guy, but I want to break down this myth that straight people, not every guy, every gay guy that wants you, because it's it's a lot of it's a lot of. I had to tell a guy this other day. I said, even if you were gay, you would not even be my type. That's what I was getting ready to say. Yeah, like, but there are a lot of gay men who do enjoy trying to turn people to turn. Out. Yeah, yeah, but. I, in my own in my, in my own personal experience, because you know there were some people who you know I've had some encounters with in my past life, um, they be feeding that energy too, and they're trying to see how far you're gonna go, mm. and then they then they like okay you know not to put nobody names out but it was somebody that was an athlete at when we was in college and nobody would ever think and i just thought it was just normal conversation but he would press the envelope until i pressed back one time and then i found out or oh, this this is what he likes to do when nobody's watching so some people press the envelope but i i have more respect for guys who are just like you know at the end of the day what you do is what you do what i do is what i do right. and i and i love people that can just be be themselves like I, I i don't like this whole thing don't come around me because most of the people who have that i don't fuck with that gay shit energy they they be on some other shits too they they probably doing some things that we don't know about but it's just like you said the the rappers like they, they're the ones who faces out there but they got gay managers they got gay right. stylists they got like they don't use it when it's convenient for you right yeah, don't bro. don't use yeah. one so like i said i'm all for the respect thing like i said there is there is certain things that i would not do around my brothers my line brothers my friends that call themselves heterosexual i would not i, I just for me respectful wise i would not do it um but there's there i have my straight brothers they don't came to the gay club with me and everything yeah. but if somebody try to approach them oppress them i'd be like hey no he with me like yeah. so it's just a respect for that that both parties have to have just like the whole stuff like with this whole look what labusi said and the baby said and all these other different comments like certain things just shouldn't have been said and i'm a fan of boosie i'm a fan of the baby like so yeah. i was into the baby on the way here so um <laughs> but i feel like his comment his his comments was unnecessary and that's why i respect artists like beyonce like beyonce not gonna get on the stage and she ain't gonna say nothing crazy like that if all. you start thinking about the artist that was famous when we were coming up they didn't say all this crazy stuff to be famous now you get famous for being gimmicky yeah, and I feel like in order to keep yourself going, you say certain things, but you don't know how you're affecting people. Not even that. If you're a smart artist, you got to know this is going to affect your money. These are your fans. Right. And most of his fans gay. You don't even know who's who. You just know you got exactly. listeners and your views and numbers is going up. But you got people in the LBGTQ plus community. You got straight. You got, you yeah. know, what I'm it doesn't matter. When he put Meg the Stallion on the song, he got a whole bunch of gay, <laughs> gay fans. And, and you got over a million followers. You don't think not nail one of them are gay? Yeah. Yeah. Like, <laughs> you know what I'm saying? You you got those followers. You got those fans. Yeah. Like, I mean, if that's, if that's how you feel, whatever. But you don't have to make that, like, no. public like that. Yeah. That's, right. that's, I feel that's like you went out of your way to, like, yeah. to say that. Now, once, now, I will say this. And like I said, this is on my own personal opinion i do feel like at certain times certain times i mean they have the right to be sensitive because in the gay community especially in the trans community we are losing like a lot of people are getting killed and things of that nature but i do feel and it's my own personal opinion sometimes the gay community gay community can be very sensitive the reason why i say that is because i was watching an interview the other day with this artist who Everybody knows he performs at Pride and he, you know, he's a straight artist, and he, but he still performs at Pride. He still do all those different things. And the gay community ripped him in the shreds because he said, if I was gay, I would not date a transsexual woman. So what's wrong with that, though? And that's one that's of the reasons having preference. Right. And that's one of the reasons why I said that I feel like 
um, sometimes the gay community can be very sensitive in certain situations because this is a person who advocate advocates for the gay community and y'all just because he said he's not attracted to a transsexual woman y'all just ripped y'all just ripped him up <laughs> but you're like I, I just I just respect people that feel like they can be themselves but also on the same token you have to understand why does people not feel comfortable because like I said growing up if you told your family you was gay and all that they damn near disown you yeah. me, me personally like my family you know I've been Robert since Robert was Robert and you know they follow me on Facebook they see what I'm about I, I don't really care because at the end of the day y'all ain't paying my bills exactly. I'm not staying with y'all y'all ain't doing nothing y'all ain't doing nothing for me but but I'm not gonna come into the house and be tonguing down no nigga in the house either. It's a okay. respect. It's a respect factor that you still have to have. And I'm I'm okay if somebody doesn't accept the lifestyle. I I, I really it doesn't really bother me. Um, I don't know. But but then I just maneuver different too because I'm not like like I said I love to go to a strip club. Like I love hood ass niggas. Like I'm not really a big fan of going to the gay clubs and all that other stuff. I still like to go to the regular you know the regular yeah. clubs. You know I be in King of Diamonds and Blaze and you know Boogaloo's and all those different places. That's just like my thing so um but yeah but i love the gay community i just think that there is more conversation that needs to be held to kind of bridge the two together on, exactly. on both sides and the gay community has to be able to look through things through the lens of the straight community but the straight community also has to look at look, look at lens and you and for straight men you cannot say black lives matters if gay lives and transsexual lives doesn't matter Facts. I mean, at, at, I at, never at, even thought of it like that, but because okay. the, at the end of the day, before they're trans or gay, they're black. That's what I was about to say. Yeah. That's what I mean. If you if you're an advocate of Black Lives Matter, and Damn, like I pe- said, people were stripping it down that far. Yeah, yeah. It, it got it got really like that. I was following how that was happening. Man, so so you so you have a, that's how y'all know y'all are so culture shot. Move to another country or another another side of America. You all you worrying about is black or white. We ain't getting down to the oh, are you? Gay or, right. or, or straight, like no, so, man, so it's you have, literally black and white, my boy. You, you have black trans women that are out here getting killed, but you don't support that lifestyle. But you're the same one that would go to a Black Lives Rally and say Black Lives black Matter. Lives matter yeah. But your trans sister just got killed, and but you say you don't support that lifestyle, so you're not screaming her name. But you go down here and you say Black Lives Matter. Black lives can't matter if your trans lives don't matter. Exactly. If, your, if the gay lives don't matter, because at the end of the day, before anything, we are black. Before we are gay, trans, whatever the case whatever is, the case and be is. careful. Be careful how you treat people because it would end up on your front doorstep so even the the rapper like i said i love me a good hood rapper so i love walker flocker but he he made some comments about the gay community and then it showed up at his front door because his girl his daughter charlie ended up coming out um as, oh, bise- yeah. as bisexual so be careful how you um because it'll end up at your front door that's why i never understood it i mean i always try to tell people stay true to who you are is it? You know, be yourself. I don't have no judgment on nobody. Like I said last episode, I didn't live life, so who am Thanks. I to judge you? I got plenty of gay friends. My cousin was gay. That was my first introduction to it as a teenager, and it was like, well, I love my cousin. <clears throat> I accept him for who I am. So what's gonna be the difference between him and everybody else? Nothing. I think so th- I let y'all do y'all thing and just hey, respect my no before I get disrespectful. That's all I say to anybody because I don't tell her I don't I don't tell her disrespect. So like I, I take that shit seriously. I don't care who you is. And being that y'all like talk about a lot of business on this show, it's already hard enough in a corporate environment. And when you're trying to start your own business to be black, it's already hard enough when you're a black man. It's already hard enough when you're a black young man. But just think about how hard it is when you're a black young gay man. Yeah. Um. So you already have three strikes against you. So um. 
in my own professional life um, outside of Walmart and different things that I've been trying to do it has been somewhat been challenging but that's why I enjoy doing what I do so much because I have young black men that look at me straight or gay um, that's like okay if he did it you can come from 35-7 Kills Lane College Park Georgia 30349 Porter Ridge Shady Park um, <laughs> let them you, know if you, can come, if you can come from that and everything that we had to deal with I was in 4th grade when I had a gun pointed to my stomach so when you can come from that situation and my cousin was killed on the corner in College Park so when you can come from those different things and be now at the place that I'm at now and I still feel like I have a long way to go um, you have people that are looking at you and I never knew how big my impact on somebody was until I had one of my associates when I was down in Birmingham Alabama and I would never and I'm gonna I'm a, I'm a wrap this up but I never really understood how much people look at me and I kind of influenced them so had this young guy he was one of my car pushers and I used to be on his ass I used to be on his <laughs> ass like I, I used to follow him on social media like where you going who you with what, what, what you got going on who does well, you? let me see your grades <laughs> so when he um when he was one of my associates when he wasn't doing good in school I used to take him off the schedule and yeah. I said you need to focus on getting your grades together and I made sure I was on him about graduating from high school and doing all these other things and then I ended up getting promoted and I ended up leaving the state and maybe a month later I got a call that he had was involved with a situation and somebody got killed Damn. so that showed me the impact that i have on people because i was able to keep him in a straight and narrow but then that moment that that person that he looked up to left and mm -hmm. removed his stuff from the and i was removed from the equation he had nobody to look to so that's the one reason why i do the things that i do but it is you know being very challenging so we just have to support each other like that's why i'm really big on supporting anything that my black people do and then like to kind of really sum up like everything you had just put in it's like the first part everybody do too much everybody's gonna do too much your, your straight community they gonna do the most you know what i'm saying at times gay community gonna do the most at times like you said everybody just need to take a seat back and kind of understand and let let them mess you, you don't have to do whatever you don't want to do with them but you don't have to be disrespectful on, on, on either side a straight man don't got to be disrespectful to a gay man and a gay man don't have to be disrespectful to a straight man and then especially out here in atlanta bro you got a lot of businesses that people attend to and who are the people that are running them a, a, not a lot but i mean you have a lot of Gay people who run these businesses that we go to, that we have fun in, that you know what I'm saying, everybody has good times together in. Like I said, bro, I didn't even know people cared like that. And I, we don't, I don't even think of it like that, and bro. And we hope y'all get the bitches. <clears throat> like, <laughs> facts. I feel like if you got what well, if you got a product that I like, I'm a buy it. I'm a buy it. I don't it. care who you are, where you from. Because I actually I explained this to this girl during COVID. Because I said after COVID, I posted on my Instagram. I was like, we need to go back to supporting black businesses. And she didn't understand it because she was white. So I, I broke it down and explained to her. I was like, us as a black community, we don't do a good job of supporting each other very well. And that also goes into everything. We don't support the LBGT community who's black. We don't support anyone who's not doing anything. Right. Period. So it's like, I don't care about it like that. If you got a product that I like. I'm buying it. I'm buying it. You know what I'm saying? Because but, uh, <laughs> but also, though, let me say this. I love black businesses and all that, but they need to work on their customer service. They oh, do. Yes. That's the first thing. Yeah. I said that's that. I was thing. like, one, y'all be bad on customer service. Y'all be thinking like, oh, like I can just be tired on the phone. Because you're black. <laughs> yeah, and it's like, oh, give you a pass. No, bro. <laughs> he got over me, Robert. I did, bro. Like, I was mad as hell when we was talking about that shit. I was like, man, y'all got to do better because when the shoe was on the other foot, y'all going to be the first one to talk shit. But see, this is the thing, because this is what he got on me about. He started talking about customer service. I work at a customer service job. You know what I'm saying? That's what I do. 
I get up so early and I answer the phone from home. Sometimes if you work at, from an office, you get up early, you go to work, you got that time to wake up. At the time, I got to be clocked in 7.30. I might be just pushing uh, it till you know 7.20. Hello, thank you for calling. Da, da, da. And he said he has some, he don't like that. I'm like, I it's get not it. professional. I get it's it. Not. Yeah, it's not. I get it. It it happens sometimes for me, but it's just on my end when it comes to when I have to deal with customer service, and especially now when I'm paying all these bills and stuff. They be if they disrespectful or if they just you know what I'm saying I'm gonna be mad. But one of them like, yeah, uh, just give me a second. If you monotone, I'm not really gonna have no. You gotta take because you're probably it. just gonna be there all day. I ain't gonna... tell you to work this job. That's all I gotta say. So if you Facts. don't like your job, go get a new one. Facts, but it's just I would just like for a little bit of effort. So bad, that's, but that's <laughs> because my job when I was in the Air Force, I did customer service. So I used to have to talk on the phone, and I hated it just as much as anybody else. But that's the first thing they always want to do. And then you'll be surprised how many people had you on speaker, yeah. And they had their boss listening to your whole conversation. So oh now you're like, oh damn. So I was like, we had to cut that shit out. Like, all right, bro, you just got to be professional on the phone at all times. Yeah, you, don't, you just never know. And if you came to one of my stores, oh, they knew I did not play that. I so, can already tell. So I had I had some of the most challenging stores and the most challenging areas so um and we have that reputation of being this is the hood store this is this and this and that oh, let, me, let me let me tell you something my registers better be open you better have smiles on your face you better not have no gum in your mouth and you, you better ask the customer how they doing oh, Beca- but even even outside of the customer service aspect you never know from that one little interaction you can pick somebody's day up they may be having a hard day something may have just happened and you can change the trajectory of whatever was going on in that person day just by saying hey how are you yeah. so now, i was real adamant about that in in the office that i go to like there You'll never hear that from me, but when I'm working from home, bro, it, it just be rough like that, bro. Like, I, I plan on getting up 645. You, 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 exactly. You know you're in the comfort of your home. So you don't when care. the alarm go off, I be like, fuck it. You take your time. You hit snooze once hit or twice. Hit snooze once or twice. You may and get then a cup of water. Still, like, I get on the phone. Hello. But when I'm in the office, I'm like, yeah, thank you for calling. How can I help you? You know how you doing today? This, that. I'm, I'm real bubbly in the office. You, you, you got to see this movie. It's called, uh, it's on Hulu. Um Sorry for that. Inter- sorry for bothering you. Yeah, it's the dude from ATL, um, Paper Boys, uh, Roadie. I ain't seen that movie in so long. No, the uh, the show ATL. Oh, I ain't definitely. Oh, never I don't know that. about the show ATL. You know, oh yeah, we talked about this. You yeah. ain't never seen. I ain't, ain't that crazy? This yeah, nigga lives in Atlanta. Don't even watch it. They bring. I just moved. All right, this so way. they bringing out a new movie, like ATL. By the way, I for think I, I heard a little bit of something about that. I'm not excited about it. I'm not either. Because I feel like. It, y'all took too long for a sequel and some of these sequels that have been taking too long to happen we've been watching them and they haven't been good so but it's just some movies that don't need, need a, a, sequel. a sequel like Absolutely. ATL was it, it was good if y'all wouldn't made it y'all should have been made it that's what but I'm so really mad they getting rid of Will Smith the sequel the, the four series the bad boys I was so mad y'all they're yeah completely disrespecting my man I get it at the end of the day he assaulted someone so if you want to look at it from that aspect yes he assaulted this man yeah Y'all going a little bit extreme. I don't man. think it needed a four, to be honest. We lost the captain in, in three. Like, I don't, the bad boys. The, I, I haven't even seen bad boys three. I'm, I'm, st- I'm torn between that issue I because do. I understand com- comedians is supposed to be able to say whatever it is they want to say or whatever the case is. But I also feel like there's a line in the sand that you have to cross. Chris Rock, 
like every show award show that he does he always has something to say about her which is fine because when you're a comedian and you're a celebrity you're it's open game and, and you got your and, thing and anybody can say something to it. but when that lady came out and said i'm having a public health a medical health issue those are lines that you just don't cross now on the flip side i don't think that will smith should have went up there and slapped him i think will smith should have said i'm gonna see i'm gonna see you in the back and i'm gonna handle you real quick because that was your moment you've waited so long to win a oscar so do i feel like he should have slapped him absolutely okay. I just don't feel like he should have stopped them in, in the Oscars. But I do feel like he should have handled him real quick. Like, if you're going to protect your woman, protect your woman. But don't do it where a whole bunch of eyes um, see it's watching. Not when the enemy is watching. That's how I feel about it. Because look how fast they was on his head. Exactly. And if you're going to do it, if you're going to be somebody else, be smart enough to have it on camera. And, but but my, my thing for me, honestly, I feel like that whole thing was real up until the slap. Like, this is this is the thing. Chris Rock, yes, like you said, he's a comedian. Will Smith is a comedian. They're going to do what they do. But if her husband, who is a comedian, hasn't even cracked a joke about that, you shouldn't do it as a comedian. You know what I'm saying? Like, if if KB, you got a girl, and me and you some funny motherfuckers, you know what I'm saying? We always joking. And But it's something that serious. If you not going to come out ever, and however long we've known about this situation with your girl, if you ain't cracking no joke, I'm not cracking no joke. That's your woman. You know what I'm saying? Like, that's what it is. But and that at that part, that's real. Will Smith being mad, he might have thought it was funny because, like you say, you show. You know, what I'm saying it was a funny joke. It he really was. It. That's all it was, bro. It he was yeah. About it, it. it was real. I don't but even then feel like he really looked at Jada to the point where she was like, "Yeah, go handle that." Because clearly, she never said anything. Facts. I really felt like he just thought about it a little bit. Was just like, "Hold on, wait, wait a minute." But the slap itself, I feel like, was a publicity stunt. Will Smith is always one of those. And I don't nope. Know. Will Smith smacked paparazzi. Once. Yeah, I mean, yeah, but it, it, it was kiss him or something. Yeah, like that. it wasn't. Yeah. No, no, you know what I'm saying like how that was. I seen that. He had time for that one. That was caught off guard, and he was too close. But it was, if my man had time to cock back, I think he would have. I think he should. I like I say, I think it was the right, right thing, but it the was. wrong place. It, it, it was the right Your thing to do. Was, but yeah. I just feel like because it was done that way, him going on the stage and slapping them, it was a publicity stunt. Because, like I said, Will Smith. When we see him on social media, and that, that's the other thing. I mean, you know, you, you don't know these people real lives. But he gets on, and he's genuine about energy and how he feels, inspiring people, being positive. You know what I'm saying? So, in a sense, when you hear that, and then you see how he handles other things, that right there should have been a wait till after the show. Yeah. Like, I respect him for doing what he did, but it's a wait till after the show. I think he should have handled him after the show. I think they should have just duped it out, met, met out back, mm -hmm. and just they just should have handled it, and then, and then they would have been done. Pause. Did you see the, uh, the, uh, what's the dude name? Um, he dude he did a video about that whole situation. I'm talking about it happened that night by noon the next day. He had a, a uh, funny the, video. The RCDC. RC, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Bro, bro I watched it that night. That oh shit was my hilarious. I've nah. been watching them boys for years, bro. I love their growth, man. They're, them boys is funny. I just, mm -mm. They said, where we at? Funny, he said, nah, Jaden got to come down here. Something. Somebody, <laughs> bro. He put it. He took his dress shoes off and put his black forces that, on. That, them, them boys is funny, man. Yeah, I I just I just hate it for him because you know Will Smith was somebody that we really looked up to. But like I said, I at, at some point, like I said, once she because she came out and she talked about the, her health condition. Yeah. Once she talked about that, that was off limits. I don't care how funny y'all how funny you think it is. But my thing is to slap him at that. No, me him me. If you really want to be about about it, me him out back and y'all handle it. Do whatever y'all need to do, but don't do it in a public 
facts. Because I'm the type of person that if you hit me, we rumbling at that point, my boy. So don't facts. think you about to slap me and walk and away. Walk off. You definitely got to catch me backstage where we can right fully do that out. This whole show over with because now. Because at that point, yeah, we we got real beef, my boy. And then the other reason why I feel like it was a publicity stunt because of the way the slap was. You got that one on one time you walk up there to slap this man. It was like a a push instead of a fucking full off slap. I don't. It wasn't. It was a shock to Chris Rock, but it should have been one of them. Like, God damn, will like one of them type of like, oh shit. If it was somebody else, he would have got. They would have got the fight on stage. Yeah, definitely. But look, man, we had some good conversation. You know what I'm saying? We talked about a good topic. We caught up a little bit. You know what I'm saying? I ain't seen my boy in 10 years. Uh, KB, you got anything to say in the show, my man? <laughs> well, not necessarily. I enjoyed the conversation. It was a, a lot that he, my man spoke on. Uh, he was talking about growing up. That I understand all of that. that mm-hmm. Growing up fast, having to be placed in a difficult situation where you shouldn't have been. You overcame it. You stayed strong. My man has three jobs, technically four jobs. He's an entrepreneur. He's a, a business owner. My man's been working. My man working. So I'm pr- man. I, even though I haven't known you for 10 years like my man has, <laughs> I'm proud of you and your growth. Just see you to this point right now. I be tired. <clears throat> I believe it. <laughs> I believe it. That's why I told KB, I was like, when we get Robert on the show, it's just going to have to be on his time. Like, that man is constantly moving. He constantly got stuff going on. I'm, I'm going, out of, time. I'm going out of time on, on tomorrow. I was surprised. When he told me he was here for the week, I was like, look, we got to catch you now. Like, we got to. Yeah. The only reason why I'm Before here is because I have prom. an event next week on the 21st. We'll talk about that. What's that? Oh, I guess no one can go to that. That's well, it's, it's a private <laughs> event. My sister is turning 40, so I'm throwing her a 40th all-white party. So um, I was coming to walk the venue, make sure all that's set up. But then I have to go back um, to Tennessee because I have some business stuff I have to take care mm-hmm. of. And then I'm going to come back for the event. And then I have to go to New Orleans. Okay. Yeah, like I said, that man Love. be moving. Love. Uh, anything you, you want to lead him with? Uh, you want to drop your your social medias again? Yeah, yeah one, they could just follow me on Instagram. Damn, Robert, like damn, Gina. You know when Martin Gina, Facts. you know it'll catch on in a minute. Um, <laughs> D a m m n r o b e r t. You can follow me on um, Instagram and Twitter, and my Facebook has so many friends, so you can't add me on Facebook. That boy popping. <laughs> that boy popping. You heard that. <laughs> Well, y'all know where to follow us at, man, on Instagram, at GYF Entertainment on Instagram, man. Y'all follow us. Y'all be on the lookout for this episode. And KB, go ahead. Give us your, what, what we doing? We closing out. How you how you close it out, my boy? So I just want to let y'all know, uh, we just had three guests for the audio. We're probably going to do one more, one or two more audio episodes. And then hopefully by the prom time, have a few video episodes for y'all. Just trying to switch it up for y'all. Also, we trying to get the views up and show some love to your boys and follow us on Spotify. Y'all doing it, too. We went up to, I think it's like 11 or 14. I can't remember. But we got to get 50 listeners, you guys. 50 listeners. And it's going to open up some doors for us. We're going to drop the link. We're going to tell y'all. No, the link is already one. dropped. Link is in my bio. It's in my bio, too. It's on the GYFE bio. You just got to look on the Everywhere. page. Go click it. Go do it. And we out of here, people. Y'all have a good night. Have a blessed day. And stay dangerous. And stay dangerous. Love y'all. I call him twin, could that be my brother? We got the same roller, he matching me. Nah, for real. Water on me, like the sun of sun. Carrots, some pointers. All these commas, I want fun, fun. Me go gunners, I 